I want to just try to encourage you to memorize the Word of God. Memorize more verses, more all the time. And yet not let it become a drudgery or something that you just do because you're supposed to. But I hope you will learn how to do it with a joy in your heart and because you like doing it. If I was to ask you tonight, though, a real embarrassing question, a very revealing question, how many verses could you recite from memory tonight if we asked you to? Now, I'm not. I'm not. But So you can relax. Uh, but if I could, how many verses could you recite from memory? Maybe for some people it'd be, yeah, I've got quite a few hundreds even I can recite from memory. Maybe others would say, well, I've got some, I've got a few. Maybe some would be embarrassed and say, well, I never got past John 3.16. Maybe Genesis 1.1. They might have gotten that far too. But memorizing the Word of God is such an important quality and such an important practice that we have and need in our lives. There is a power in memorizing the Word of God. When you memorize it, you take it in like no other way of taking in the Bible because it becomes part of your life. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. Not just on the printed page, not just a knowledge in the mind, but in the heart too. And that really goes even beyond memorizing. Now verse 7. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shall talk of them when thou sittest in thine house. When you're sitting around, talk about Bible verses. And when thou walkest by the way, when you're going to church, when you're going places, driving to grandma's house, in wintertime, in that sleigh, you can talk about the, the word of God. And when thou liest down, I mean, before you go to bed at night, have that as a time where you study the Bible, the word of God. And when thou risest up, when you get up in the morning, have one of the first things on your mind, on your heart, on your thoughts, uh, a word of God, a Bible verse. It just makes such a difference, folks. It really does make such a difference. When you begin the day, you end the day with the word of God. Let's go on. Verse 8. And thou shalt bind them upon the sign upon thine house. Which means you could have even have Bible verses on little placards or posters on your walls of your house. That's not a bad idea. I like to write them out on index cards or little pieces of paper and use that for my memorizing. And they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house and on thy gates. I mean, this is, we're talking about a house here that's surrounded by Bible verses. It's on the walls, it's on the back door, front door. In the morning when you get up, you see them. At night when you go to bed, you see them. I mean, it's just all over the place, the Word of God. Taking in the Word of God, the Bible, the Bible. Let me say, first of all, why don't people memorize more? I think there's different reasons for that. Number one, it is a discipline to memorize. It is a discipline to sit down and say, I'm going to memorize a certain verse. But let me say this. We need to make our Christian disciplines, even the discipline part of it, a joyous thing for us. I don't want people to just sit down and, and memorize the verse because you have to. Now, if you'll do that, that's fine. That's okay. But I want your service for the Lord to be a joyous thing. 
I heard this story when I was a young Christian that Israelites, when they were teaching their children, their young children, the Bible, they would take a little uh, drop of honey or something and put it on the tip of the child's tongue. And then when they teach them the Bible, they wanted to associate, make this good association of something sweet with something spiritual. So the child will think it's time to read the Bible, but they also associate it with something sweet with that honey. So number one, it is a discipline, and as we are busy with other things, we don't get to maybe the memorizing the Word of God, and sometimes we're just plain lazy. But let me say this, too. Make it something enjoyable, and here's one way to do it. When you're reading the Bible or you're going through some situation in life, and some verse really is special, dealing with that situation, dealing with a problem you're going through, dealing with some blessing you're going through, whatever it is, some verse really speaks to your heart. You say, wow, look at that verse. It's almost like God is, is giving me that verse. Use that time to memorize it. It's a special verse. It's an important verse. So don't make memorizing just a discipline. You need to do that at times too. But when you find the verse that you like, I know when I was first saved, I loved the book of Proverbs. I loved that every verse was a different thought. It was like a little bite-sized chunk of some kind of wisdom and instruction. And many of them were put in what I believe are humorous ways. And I love the book of Proverbs. It was fun to memorize it for that reason. It was exciting. I liked it. I liked memorizing the Word of God. I think that's important for us too. So why don't people memorize it? They're, just, they're not disciplined. They're too busy. Sometimes they're just plain lazy. I don't think they realize its benefits. It's going to renew your mind, cleanse your mind, as very little else can. I also don't believe they realize its power. The power to refresh your mind and to change the way you think. Because this world can bring you down in your thoughts. But there is a remedy, there is a spiritual remedy, and is memorizing the Word of God. It's going to refine your mind, it's going to cause you to grow like you've never grown before spiritually. Taking in the Word of God, when you take it in, it's going to have an effect in your life. The repetition, the learning it, the memorizing it. Oh, I would so encourage you to do that. There is a power there. Another reason people don't memorize the Word of God is because they are distracted by other things. And there really just needs to be a time when you read and memorize the Word of God. But take a verse, write it out on a poster, on a little index card, or type it out, or put it in your computer, and whatever you want to do, but do something. Now, when you witness to people, you need to be able to show them in the Bible certain things. So you need to know the reference with the verse also. Now, if it's just for you personally... Memorizing a verse is good for you personally. You don't need to have the reference necessarily. It'll bless you just knowing the verse. But when you have to deal with somebody else and talk to somebody else, you're witnessing somebody and a certain subject comes up and you need that verse, it'll click in your mind. You'll remember the reference also. So that's why it's good to know the reference so you can show them in the Bible where it is and let them see it themselves. All right, so those are some of the reasons people don't memorize the Scripture. It's a lack of discipline, just plain old laziness, being too busy, having to uh, discipline yourself to memorize a verse that maybe you don't necessarily want to memorize. But pick out the right verse, a verse that really uh, appeals to you. Withdraw thy foot from thy neighbor's house, lest they be weary of thee, and so hate thee. That's a good verse for visitation. <laughs> you know, it's it comes a time, it's time to leave. Get out of there. 
as a jewel of gold in a swine's snout, so is a fair woman which is without discretion. Discretion. Uh, wonderful verses there, encouraging verses, convicting verses, even humorous verses. It's all in the Bible, the Word of God. This is the Word of God right here. And to memorize is such an exciting thing. Now, if you don't believe me, I pray that you'll take up the challenge tonight. All right, let's go through my 11 thoughts now about memorizing and why it's good. Number one, memorizing Scripture is especially commanded by God. We see it in Deuteronomy chapter 6. I'll use that as my reference there. Also, Job chapter 22, verse number 22, talks about lay up his words in thine heart. So God commands us to memorize his words so we will remember them, especially the times that we need them. Look up this next verse, if you would. Psalm chapter 119. Longest chapter in the Bible, and all deals with the word of God, what the word of God will do in your life. But Psalm chapter 119, verse 130. Scripture enlightens darkened hearts. That's point number two. Scripture enlightens darkened hearts. It'll give light to where you have darkness. It'll give light to where you need to have some understanding. Psalm chapter 119, verse 130 says this. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. They have light. They have understanding of what life is all about, what spiritual things are all about. It'll give you understanding, give you light where there's darkness. Men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. Evil. Number three, Scripture helps spiritual growth. If you're going to grow spiritually, you need to take in the Word of God. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse number 2 talks about that. 1 Peter 2, 2, you probably have this verse memorized. If you don't, memorize it. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. As a Christian, how do you grow? Once you're saved, how do you grow? How do you mature? It says right there, by taking in the word of God. Just like a newborn baby or babe uh, desire the sincere milk of the word that you might grow thereby. He's not just talking about young babies there in verse 2. He's not just talking about young Christians there. This is a verse for all Christians to take in the word of God. That ye may grow thereby. Don't you want to grow as a Christian? Or do you want to stay stunted in your Christian growth? I hope you don't. Or if you don't want to stay stunted in your Christian growth, but you are. Why are you? I would contend because you need to take in the Word of God. Number four, memorizing Scripture also makes for an effective prayer life. John chapter 15, verse 7. One of the most exciting things I have happen to me is when I see answered prayer. When I see answered prayer in specific ways, I get excited. It puts a joy in my heart. I see that God does answer prayer. Now, I know He answers prayer, and I always need to have evidence of that. I know by the Word of God, by the faith in the Word of God, I believe Him. I know He answers prayer. But, you know, I still like to see answered prayer, and it gets me excited. Don't you sometimes, uh, while you're praying about something, a verse comes into mind? It just pops into mind like that. You know what that is? That's a promise from God's Word that you can use in your prayer. Amen. 
So effectual prayer life, it'll help you in your prayer life by memorizing verses. Because while you're praying and asking the Lord for certain things, verses will come up. Let me say this too. Sometimes verses will come up that might be a discouraging thought or verse, and you have to pray about that then. It's almost like when the Lord told that one lady, he says, well, I'm not going to answer your prayer because uh, it's not right for us to take what's for Israel and give it to the dogs. Remember that? What was he doing? Was he saying no to her? No, he wasn't saying no. He was testing her faith. As she continued on asking him for that thing and answering his request in such a clever way, the Lord says, oh, lady, great is thy faith. But there was a little bit there where it almost seemed like the Lord was ignoring her and saying no to her. He just wanted to have her to show her faith more. All right, number five, another one. Scripture also helps in spontaneous witnessing. Witnessing. You know, when you're out in public, different areas, I go to do the Xerox and go to the post office, other stores and things. And when there's some conversation going on, I, I get caught up in some kind of different conversations of various subjects, not spiritual subjects necessarily. But if a verse comes to mind, I bring up that verse. Court of the Bible verse. Oh, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. And I thought, there it is. There's my pulpit. Just quoting a verse. Isn't this great? I mean, the Bible verse just popped in my mind. We were talking about stresses, talking about problems. And that verse came to mind. It's just like the Bible said. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. They got it that day. They heard a Bible verse. Because it was memorized. And it just popped into my mind. So they're a spontaneous witnessing in public. Number six, I think the next one is, uh, for continual meditation. As you're driving down the road, a Bible verse comes to mind. And just thinking about that Bible verse, that's called meditation. Meditating on the Word of God. Thinking about how it applies in different situations. Thinking about the different meanings of that verse. So it helps in continual meditation. That on your mind now are the Bible verses. Not all this old garbage before you're saved. Uh, not all some of the things you see in, even in this life after you're saved. But the Word of God is in there doing its work. Number seven, it gives you strength in time of trouble. Psalm chapter 119 verse 92. Unless thy law had been my delights, I should then have perished in mine affliction. Uh, unless the law of God, the word of God was in there, giving me strength, helping me, encouraging me. But it'll give you strength in your life when you need it. Number eight, the scripture guards against sin. Turn back to Psalm chapter 119, verse 11. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Not just read it, but it's in my heart. That helps us not to sin. Because as Christians, we still have the old nature. We still have a tendency. We can still be tempted. But as we take in the Word of God, we memorize it. It becomes part of our life, becomes part of our mind, becomes part of our mental processing and mental thinking, that it changes us. That's how we have victory. A lot of times when somebody gets saved, they've had some uh, addictions in the past, They've had some things connected with alcohol and pornography and gambling and other things that might, uh, all kinds of different things, gluttony, all these different things because the flesh craves these things. Uh, you need something strong enough to help you fight these cravings of the flesh. 
And God's word can do that. So it guards against sin. Number nine, let's see, it, it equips for spiritual warfare as we are in the spiritual warfare. Ephesians chapter number six. This is so important to learn the word of God. It will make a profound difference in your life. All right, Ephesians chapter six, verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God. You need it all because wherever there's an opening, Satan knows where that opening is. That ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God. Now that's the emphasized twice, the whole armor of God. That ye may be able to stand against the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. That's the word of God, the truth of the word of God. Having on the breastplate of righteousness, personal morality and righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Again, connected with the Bible. Wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, because you're going to be attacked. Now, verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. It's the only offensive weapon. All the other parts of this armor are for defensive purposes. But the sword is to fight with. And what is the sword of the Spirit? Which is the Word of God. Amen. Which is the Word of God. The Bible. Be prepared. Put on the whole armor of God. Otherwise you will be a victim. Not a victor. The next one here is also the scripture, memorizing scripture is exemplified by the Lord himself, by Jesus Christ himself. When he was confronted with Satan, tempted by Satan in the wilderness in Matthew chapter 4, what did the Lord use? Did he take out the written word, a Bible, a book, and say right here, Satan, in where it says, did he take out a book and a Bible? Then where did he come up with the word of God? He had it memorized. Of course, he's the Lord, but he's our example, too. There's a lot of times you're not going to be able to take out the Word of God and show somebody the Word of God. You need to rely on your memory. When you're tempted by Satan, you're not always going to have maybe time to take out the Word of God, but it needs to be here already so it can be brought out. See the difference there? The Lord Jesus Christ himself was our example, exemplified by Christ. Turn to Romans chapter 12. And this is the last thought. Your mind needs to be continually clean because it's continually getting, taking in some wrong things. Years ago, as a young Christian, I used to uh, still work downtown in the Terminal Tower building and I used to ride the bus most days. And after a while, I was thinking, you know, there's these billboards, they always talk about it's smoking or it's drinking or, or something where some lady's not dressed modestly. And I said, I wonder how many how many of these billboards there are from the time I get on the bus to the time I get off the bus in downtown Cleveland? How many do I see or does the average person see? I counted one time, I believe if I remember right, 35 billboards. 35 times you're being encouraged to smoke or to drink or to do something wrong in, in some way. Sometimes Maybe it's the gambling and the lottery as you see it now. You know, and when you go through that 35 times, just driving those 16 miles... 
35 times. Your mind takes it in. You need to just clean out our minds. How do you do that? Romans chapter 12, verse 1. It's the Word of God. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies, your physical bodies, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. God says, I'm not asking you to do anything extreme here. This is just reasonable. And be not conformed to this world. Yeah, it's hard not to be. Television, billboards on the freeway, radios, sometimes our friends. But be transformed. Now, here's how the change takes place. Here's how you have the power. Being transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You need to renew your mind, and you do that by the washing of the Word. The washing of the Word of God. Take in the Word of God. Take in the Bible. That's how we fight our battle. That's how we have the victory. That's what washes us from the wrong ideas and the wrong thoughts and all this garbage in the world. That's what does it. It's a battle of the mind. The battle of the mind. Don't make it hard. Don't make it difficult. Don't make it a drudgery. Don't make it something you just have to do. Memorize a verse out of the Bible. Just one verse. One verse. Something that kind of catches your attention, that you like, that's interesting, that's exciting, that's uh, encouraging. Memorize. Renew your mind through the Word of God. God's given us this amazing book here, which is His Word. I, I don't know. I try to impress this upon people all the time, especially when I'm preaching. I don't know if people really get it or not. Do you realize what this book is? It's the Word of God. It's as if Jesus Christ himself was to appear here physically where you could see him and he was to talk to you and you could hear him. This is what this book is. It's the word of God. If a person goes to heaven, it's because they've heard about the word of God. They've read it themselves or someone told them about it. If they go to hell today, it's because they've shunned and neglected and rejected the word of God. That's what it is. There's such power in this word. I love that story when they went to take, uh, capture the Lord Jesus Christ in the garden there right before he was crucified. And he said, whom do you seek? And they said, we seek Jesus of Nazareth. What happened next? He said, I am. And the power of those words, they fell back. Friends, that's what this is right here. This is the power of God. Read it. Memorize it. It'll make a difference in your life. Father, as we come to you in prayer now, we thank you, Lord. It's always good for me to hear this and have it reemphasized about learning your word, reading it, and memorizing it. It will cleanse our hearts and our minds of all the garbage in this world, all the wrong things. It'll correct us in what we believe. It'll convict us in the areas we need that. But Lord, it'll cause a revelation in our Christian life. This is what's used to get people saved. So I pray we'll have a new respect for it, a new love for it, a new desire, yes, Lord, to even memorize verses. Verses that speak to our hearts, verses that give us joy, and not a drudgery, Lord, not a drudgery. So please meet spiritual needs tonight.
that the Lord will be honored through it all. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.